Coming up today on Locked On Texas Tech, we dive into Locked On Texas Tech against the spread. Who is riding the thrill of a 500 weekend? We'll let you know on the way. Also, power ranking the Big 12. Get your stretches in so you're limbered up by then. And dead ahead as we hit the midway point for Texas Tech, we'll talk first half MVP next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Everything runs through Lubbock. Glad to have you along for the ride once again on Locked On Texas Tech, part of the Locked On Podcast Network where it's your team every day on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. Please subscribe if you haven't already. I'm Casey Cowan with the only Chris Level, and we've spent some time already this week, Chris, processing what went down in Stillwater, Oklahoma for the Red Raiders. And now we've got a little extra time to ponder some things, of course, as we are in the midst uh, of an open week for Texas Tech. And conveniently enough, it comes with the first half of the season now in the rear view. So wanted to get into some first half superlatives, so to speak. We'll talk about a most valuable player that's standing out to us here in just a moment. And I don't know about you, Chris, but there are a couple of guys I had to kind of debate in my mind here or there uh, as to who was going to fit that bill. But I say the word convenient specifically when it comes to the timing of this open week. Uh, after two tough ones on the road, uh, however many against top 25 competition does feel like it's kind of good timing, doesn't it? Yeah. And I, I really don't remember a time case. I mean, you're, the Red Raiders are used to like by week and week two, a thousand and then, percent. Hey, and then, and then play them all the way through. I mean, you know, and it just, <laughs> right. that, that is, that is tough, a tough ask. I think that's TCU's challenge that there is no bye week for the frogs uh between now and after thanksgiving so that they've got a tough road to hoe but uh yeah i, th I think that in, in, in really with what is going on with your team right now and kind of the quarterback situation and miles price and jj sparkman adrian fry I mean, there's a few there's enough key players to where you know it, it it drops it's not like you're playing really well you know and you're like oh man we'd love to be playing this weekend i mean you're, you're playing okay but you know, it's not like it stops any kind of momentum, but I just think that right now is a good time for a mental break as much as it is a physical one. Yeah, no doubt. And maybe it is just because of that typical tech luck whenever it comes to an open weekend that it's standing out to me. But yeah, if it's not the second week of the season, it's like a week 13 and hell, we'll give you three open weekends in a row. We're so kind. Sure. Prepare for no bowl game at all. The off season or whatever. It seems like it's just always one of the most taxing scenarios uh, you could consider. So I actually do feel like it's a little bit fortunate for the Red Raiders and hopefully they will uh, use it to their advantage. But as for the first half of this season, now six games in the rear view and Man, I would say you're, you're battle-tested. I don't know if you're battle-verified, but you have certainly been tested facing some uh, quality competition in the Big 12. And you've had your share of successes, but obviously just as many failures as well. You are what your record says you are. You're a 500 football team right now. Let's talk MVP through the first six games of the year, Chris. Uh, I'm curious to hear who you're going to go with. But first, 
uh, as I already said, did you have a couple of guys you had to to debate between, or is there there one clear guy that rises above the uh, above all? Well, and to piggyback on what you said too, you know, Tech's challenge will be as they go into the second half of the season will be to really play some of these other teams like they are ranked and and all that because you're you're going to get into yeah. some teams that aren't ranked, so that'll be certainly key. And did you learn from these experiences? It, it's funny when you I was just trying to think of like a, what what guys stick out. And and I, I as far as the first half of the season, and there's really just I, I I wrote down four or five, just trying to like look at different things and make an argument for. But I, I really I feel strongly about two. I'm curious. Do you want me to go first here? On yeah, go ahead. What? Yeah, yeah. I, I think the best player on your team is undoubtedly Tyree Wilson. However, I, I will say the most valuable through the first half of the season, to me, has been Krishan Merriweather, and here's why. Ah. He leads the team in tackles, but to me, that play that he made in overtime versus Texas is what got you a conference win, and, it, and it, if you don't have that play, I don't know if we're having the same conversations about battle-tested and and kind of yep. where you may be sitting there at two and four. I don't know. But I think that win is going to look better and better as it goes along, and you don't get it if he doesn't make that play on Bijan Robinson. Because uh, I, I just think because the thing about Tyree is that he he's he's leads you in sacks and he's got tackles for loss. My argument against him as the MVP would be how many how many plays of those do you remember? How many how many times did it affect the game? Did it help you win the game? And with Krishan. I, I think it, it it basically won you the game right there. Um, so, you know, splitting hairs maybe, but I just thought it was an interesting argument. And and Krishan leads you in tackles. He's got 31 tackles. Nobody else uh, has that many. I, th- I think 31 unassisted. He's got 50 total. Mm-hmm. And and Tyree Wilson is second. And and there's no doubting what the who the best pro prospect is, who the best player is. I'm just talking about most valuable because there's really not anybody behind uh, Krishan that I think can, can play that middle linebacker spot. And uh, so anyway, I just, that that's what I went with. Great minds think alike. And so do ours, as we will uh, remind the audience of again, as we review our picks uh, and locked on Texas tech against the spread coming up in just a moment, but we're not exactly alike. There's no way, no how I could name an offensive player. I couldn't even come up with one to put in the mix. You know, I thought about some running backs, but I'm just like two hit or miss. So one guy one day, the other guy the other. Just nobody on that side of the ball I could really even consider. Did you even write a guy on to put an offensive guy on the list? Donovan Smith. I, I, I did you even consider an offensive guy, Chris? Well, I mean, I I I looked at I looked at a couple of wideouts, you know, and, and then I looked at Trey Wolf. Mm, I, can't, I can't, you know, Trey Wolf. If, if you stop this conversation after the Texas game, I, I probably would have told you because he makes a huge kick versus Houston, and he makes a, obviously a couple versus Texas, and, and they were huge. But he's missed key field goals, you know, in the last two games versus Kansas State and Oklahoma State. Granted, they were between forty and forty-nine yards. Sure. Uh, and so I, I just I don't think that's the but he's eight of 11 and I think we would have taken that but before the season started if I would have told you he's eight of 11 uh, through six games but I, I mean Trey Cleveland okay I, I wanted to, I wanted to like look at his stuff and, and and feel like that maybe there was a case to 
doesn't have a touchdown. He's starting to get better as the weeks go along. I think Miles Price has been extremely valuable uh, to this point, but just a couple of touchdowns, and he doesn't play versus Oklahoma State. So it's kind of an incomplete there. But other than that, there's really not anybody that I don't think you could make a a, a good case for. So that's kind of where it stops. I mean, I don't – neither I one mean, of your running backs or a quarterback, no, nobody's really emerged here. Nobody consistently enough. I mean, you just haven't seen it on that side of the ball. I think you have to go defense. The defense is the the best aspect of your team. And I don't think there are any other guys that you can consider but Tyree Wilson and Krishan Merriweather. Mm -hmm. You go with Krishan Merriweather, and I love the point you make because that singular play was about as impactful as any you've had. But the other guy you just mentioned, Trey Wolf, is the guy that makes the next play to make that Merriweather play, you know, really what it is. I did go with Tyree Wilson, number one. Merriweather was was second on my list. I think Krishan Merriweather, by the way, is having his best season as a Red Raider. Is that correct? In debate? Yeah, yeah, as is Tyree Wilson. Th- right. This is th- this also speaks to older players in your program. This is the way it's supposed to work. And when you when we've sitting there talking all these shows about you going against these these guys that are you know, these redshirt seniors like last week uh, versus Oklahoma State and all that, you, you just get the point. We have all these expectations on whether they're basketball or football players, like, man, if they can come in and just hit the ground running and they're going to be kind of crazy freak, freak. It's just it's that those are very, very rare. And it's guys that have been in the program. Look at Kosai Eldridge. I yep. mean, he's playing his best football as a Red Raider too. And it's, you know, you, you've been in the system, you've been in the program, you've been in the – strength program, whatever it, it is for three or four years. And uh, there's a payoff there. So that's hey, why. Kosai, Kosai yeah. did not look happy to have lost that game Saturday no. in Stillwater. Did you see that video with him and Sanders on the field? I thought like the emotion on his face was kind of surprising to me. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, those were high school teammates. Yeah. Uh, it didn't Ryan. And so there, were, yeah, I think that, you know, Kosai really wanted to beat him. Taking but, it personally. I like but, it. But, but he also, yeah, he thinks a lot of Spencer Sanders and and all that but yeah that was that's a unique little uh matchup right there between those two guys because there was one time where Kosai hit him uh after he let go of the ball and and yep. you know he helped him up and I was like what is this all about that I well, remembered you know they were high school you just, teammates you just mentioned the name and it reminded me of that shot because uh Joey McGuire's talked about the care factor and I think there was just a little glimpse of some of that there with, with that quick video but anyway back to the MVP conversation the only thing that that broke uh, the tie or, or uh, swayed the debate in Tyree Wilson's favor, in my opinion, Chris, is the tackles number. He's doing what he should do, sacks or tackles for loss-wise, things like that. And I'm sure we would be happy to, for him to do a lot more, but he's he's checked those boxes pretty regularly, as you would hope he would. But uh, the effort on display and what he's been able to do just purely from a tackling standpoint, from his position, I really didn't anticipate. And I'm just grasping at something to make a difference between these two guys. So that's what I went with. Some people, I think, would probably side with what you're saying there about Merriweather. But we've talked about it before, man. Those tackle numbers uh, for that position are pretty impressive and speak to effort, I think. I, I, yeah, I, I would agree with you, man. I, I think it's been special to watch. And, and you know, ultimately, I think we both would, would have loved to have put a quarterback on this list. And I think if you if you had a quarterback on MVP right now, first yep. half, you're probably sitting at four and two, maybe five and one, but that's not the hand that the Red Raiders have been dealt. That is true. The hand dealt to us <laughs> by the desert sharp gods. This weekend, we will reflect upon coming up dead ahead as 
One member of Locked On Texas Tech got the better of the other, and that member is living, experiencing the thrill of a 500 record this week. (laughs) Was it me again, or did I pass that baton to Chris? We'll get into that coming up directly ahead on Locked On Texas Tech. But first, it's our friends at Upside I'm going to remind you about because I want cash back in your pocket. And that's what you can get started doing today with our friends at Upside. You may be thinking it's too good to be true, but it's not. And that makes it a no-brainer. So to get started, download the free Upside app right now and use our promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, that's LOCKED, and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. In comparison to credit card rewards or other loyalty programs, Upside users are earning three times more cash back. So download the free Upside app, use our promo code LOCKED, that's promo code LOCKED, to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Put cash in your pocket today with Upside. And also our friend at Jay's Salsa Company, on the minds of Red Raiders, far and wide, Chris. You know, I had a significant day in my life over the weekend. I entered blessed matrimony. There you go. I saw a lot of friends. Hadn't seen in a long time. Good old-fashioned Red Raiders, you know, and and they're rolling up. and, And one of them in particular says, man, thank you. And I thought, thank you for the invite to a great party or whatever. He says, man, thank you for the Jay's Salsa recommendation. I mean, I'm fresh off of the kiss that I do. I think he yelled at me while I was walking out of the thing coming down the aisle, man. Jay's Salsa rules. Something like that. But I got to say, it made that much of an impression on him. So if you haven't dove in just yet to that Jay's Salsa life, do so now. And anywhere in the U.S., they'll ship to at Jay Salsa Company. Dot com. I couldn't believe that, Chris. I mean, we got fireworks. I mean, just all kinds of stuff going off. You know what? Coming up, Jay Salsa. I said I do to Jay Salsa a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> that, right. that, that, yeah. So I mean, it, it, but I I appreciate your your guest telling you that. I mean, we're, we're just we're dropping you good good hints here, man, on That's these right. podcasts, man. Yeah. It's just, Don't uh, doubt we, us. We, we wouldn't steer you wrong. Hot Not or it. mild, that red and black. Uh, colored jar, man. You can get it online. You can get it in, in stores here in yep. uh, the state of Texas and New Mexico. So what are you waiting on, man? And we've been shipping out to parts all unknown right. from what I understand from the Jays folks. That's right. I mean, credibility on the line when it comes to salsa. I would not steer you wrong. If I wasn't taste testing every day and making sure it was meeting that Jays salsa standard, I wouldn't continue to kick it out to you. But I am, and I'm going through jars left and right. I think I really am developing a problem, as a matter of fact. Nonetheless... It's been quite a fun ride. Get online right now. JaySalsaCompany.com. Hit them up there and they'll ship it to your doorstep anywhere in the U.S. Or, as Chris mentioned, over 90 stores in Texas and New Mexico. Most United Supermarkets, Market Streets, Albertson Supermarkets. And if you're blessed by the hand of God to be in West Texas, the 806 or near Lubbock, Texas, USA, you can find it in H-E-B, hot or mild, whatever your preference is. They got it all for you there with a Red Raider family recipe at jsalsacompany.com. Making Locked On Texas part of your day whenever, wherever, however you're making that happen. We appreciate it. Do subscribe on YouTube or anywhere you get your Podcast. It is your team every day, of course, on the Locked On Podcast Network. 
Don't miss an episode each weekday. And of course, we'll get back to game day coverage as well or game day weekend. Is that a new term I just created because I'd rather put out an episode on Sunday than Saturday? I don't know, maybe. But nonetheless, we'll be back at it after the open week as the Red Raiders are coming home to host the uh, West Virginia Mountaineers. Let's shake them up, shake them up, shake them up, shake them. Bright light city, gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. If anybody's still here after sitting through that, you're about to find out what happened with Locked On Texas Tech against the spread this weekend. And Chris, I'll now reveal, is the one that's riding the thrill of a solid win as much as you lose kind of weekend, Chris. And I got to say, if you're leaving Vegas with that type of success rate, not all that bad, right? So no reason to hang your head as you get yeah. the better of me this time around. But you lose on the juice. The house oh, always yeah. wins when you're 500, man. They, they'll, they're taking a little <laughs> bit. And that's how those fancy, tall, shiny buildings, uh, you know, are built uh, there in uh, Sin City. But uh, that's exactly hey, man, right. I'll take it. It was better than last week. That's right. And you made up some ground as I had yeah. a Grand Canyon-esque uh, two-win lead on Chris going into this weekend. Now, we got one of those kissing your sister ties, pushes, whatever with the Horn Frogs and Kansas. Uh, Chris actually called the game correctly, but the points, minus seven, put it in that category as I went the other way. So we start out with an 001 mark there. That's satisfying to no one. Texas, Oklahoma, we both get right. 49-0 route. They only had to cover seven. Good grief. I'm, I'm glad the Longhorns finally found somebody they can pick on at least. That Oklahoma was just a mess, man. Wildcat quarterback. Most of that game, I mean, that, that's the best they could come up with. But it tells you a lot about what they're thinking in house right now about the old, the old Sooners. But uh, I don't true. know if, if Dylan Gabriel makes uh, that much of a difference or not. But boy, that game was sideways in a hurry. Worst loss by Oklahoma in that game ever. Woo! And I saw, yeah. I think, the first shutout for Texas in '65, which amazed me. Yeah, well, and I think it may have been one of one of the first times that Oklahoma hadn't scored a point, a point in like I'm not sure how many thousands of games or something. I don't remember. Not not a thousand, but I mean, <laughs> it, it, it was it was a lot. But I mean, they, they have the worst they have the worst teams since 1998. Love I mean, it. It's been twenty something years uh, since Oklahoma. Yeah, exactly. It tastes really good. And Oklahoma that's just the way are the best. Just the way you want to build as you head off into the SEC. You've done a great Ooh, job there man. in Norman, boys. I'm sure Barry yeah. Switzer is happy rolling over in his grave. Oh, he's not there? <laughs> well, dream no little <laughs> dreams, right? Iowa State, K-State, this is the most painful one. This is where it all turned this weekend, Chris. You and I were simpatico with the result, uh, with the rest of them we'll get to. 10-9. 10-9 for Kansas State. They don't cover the two. Chris is a winner. I'm a loser. That was a painful one to take. I don't feel really good about winning that one, though. I took, I took what, what was I get like two, two and a half? Two points. Two points. What a terrible game. I mean, no. what a terrible game. It tells you how bad Iowa State's uh, offense is. It also tells you how good their defense is. Deuce Vaughn has never looked more normal than he did uh, against uh, against Iowa State uh, there at Jack Trice and Ames. So, uh, but that's. That's how some of these games in this league are going to go, I think. I think you're going to see some of these these boring, low-scoring type games just because some of the defenses are that good. 
I'm not mad at it. It's football. If you don't like it, maybe you don't like football. So go screw up some other sport putting Tom Brady in bubble wrap. Leave ours alone. Uh, Arkansas, Mississippi State. Mike, Mike Leach is twisting the knife uh, both ways. You know, I thought follow up a nice win. Team coming to town. Yeah, the, the Bulldogs are in for a dud. A team coming into town that has a nice rushing attack that is against Leach. Leach's boys are in for a dud. That seemed classic. And what do they do? They easily cover the nine and a half. 40 to 17 Bulldogs over the Razorbacks. Chris, how are you feeling about Arkansas this week? Because it's been a hate hate relationship so far. Yes, please don't put them on any pick list anymore the rest of the oh, no, season because I they're just tortured. 0 for 3 in three straight weeks. I just kept Sam Pittman, screw you, man. I mean, you, you, you just told you're such a giant tease. I mean, I, I I believed in them, uh, and then I continued to believe in them, and then it, it's but it's my fault. It's shame on me. But I, and I, promise I thought there'd be a yeah. I definitely won't put Arkansas on the list anymore this week <laughs> on any shows that we'll do after this one. Uh, BYU Notre Dame uh, from Vegas minus three and a half for the Irish, and uh, I believe an eight point win for Notre Dame. So we're both taking the L there as we were riding. Uh, with the uh, future conference mates there from Provo. So it winds up for me, I mean, numerology-wise, symmetry-wise, pretty good record, 1-3-1. One, and one. That's just satisfying uh, to those who have, like, uh, mental challenges with, like, uh, you know, attention disorders and things like that. I like that, 1-3-1. One, 2-2-1 one. Two, two, one for Chris Level, which helps to close the gap, brings me to 7-8-1 and one on this young season, 6-9-1. and one. For big handsome. And you know what that means, Chris? We should go to Vegas together because we're winning as much as we're losing. And that's the kind of partner I want. <laughs> hey, man, anytime you're ready, man, I'll roll, I'll roll some dice with you. <laughs> we'll celebrate. Seven the- come 11, high and low. Look out, baby. <laughs> it's the come out roll. Right there. there you go. <laughs> and then we'll enjoy uh, each other's uh, company and misery as well, it sounds like. So we're both just hovering right around yes. 500. Though we're getting to it in different ways. <laughs> which is what I also like. We're not we're not missing and uh, hitting the same ones yet. We're only one game apart uh, through a few weeks here of Locked On Texas Tech against the spread. We'll be back around next time the Red Raiders are in action. And, of course, if you're looking for some of that strategic, sharp kind of advice, I'd go to bet online. I don't know that this is going to be a place for, for anything there. But uh, if you're enjoying uh, our swings and our misses, Probably some more of that coming up. I don't know if anybody's like joining us and celebrating our achievements, Chris. Seems like the swings and the misses is what they like more. So. Not many of those to, to be had. And uh, that's again, true. <laughs> again, screw you, Sam Pittman. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just wrap it up. <laughs> Sam Pittman, Chris needs a key to your liquor cabinet for what you're putting him through uh, here on Locked on Texas Tech against the spread. That's how she lies here this time around. And uh, coming up next week, we'll be right back at it. Coming up dead ahead, we're back to the Big 12 Conference. Limbering up for power rankings next on Locked on Texas Tech. But first, our partners at Nissan have worked with us to create a new segment across the Locked on College Network called Thrilling, 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 Thrilling Moments, 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 where we highlight the most exciting play from the Red Raiders over the weekend or in the history of Texas Tech football. And this week's thrilling moment from Joey McGuire and the good guys is... Well, actually, one that gave me a little tingle just hearing the news, but I didn't know if it was good or bad until the game actually started. Baron Morton starting another QB1, your third in six games. So that was exciting to hear that news prior to the game, Chris, but even more exciting, and I think actually 
literally thrilling. I may just go with the first half here, first quarter. I mean, pick your spot because the offense was cooking in a way that it absolutely has not before this season. Yeah, I think up until he tweaked his ankle, I think this was uh, this was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, he played fast. He got the ball out quick. Uh, I think he kind of he wasn't guessing. He knew where he wanted to go with it. I mean, I just yeah, I, I was. It was fun watching him play, and I think. The, the the thrill too because I've heard multiple people tell me this. I didn't realize he was that athletic. I didn't realize he was that fast or he Agreed. was that mobile or whatever. And I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, but he just the, the, he just plays fast, and yeah, that that was certainly a thrilling moment for everybody to see. And now we'll see where it takes us from here. Yeah, and if I maybe highlighted one, the Bradley catch in the back of the end zone made me kind of go like this in my chair. I mean, that was first drive, right? I think. And he's already been sticking them, putting them on the money here or there. And then you you cap it off with that one. Good grief. That was nice. Fast start. That's what we wanted. Fast start, indeed. The Morton Mania thrill has been inspired by the thrilling new designs featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. So pursue what thrills you in the all-new Frontier, Armada, or Pathfinder today. Available now at NissanUSA.com. got it it's locked on texas tech l o the original cnc electric factory and if i come up with any other nicknames i'll toss them in but that's all i got for now i love this it level embrace it give down. it a big hug man yes <laughs> and we are wrapping up today's episode which will actually wrap up our week we will not be with you wednesday thursday friday we'll circle back on monday to kick off the next game week as the Red Raiders welcome West Virginia to town. So if you are <clears throat> somebody's <feeding>. honeymooning. <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. 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 And, and you know what? You sh- you should be, man. This is a this is a great time in your life, man. You should take a few days off. It's it's perfectly nestled right here uh in the uh, in the old bye week. So uh yeah, take that was a, a few blessing days, from man. God. I didn't even know there, that when I there, there. There, there you go. We'll, we'll be back uh, for sure uh, next week in earnest. That's right. Next Monday, yes. we'll be back to our regular schedule. Uh, but if you are, you know, looking to get that Locked on Texas Tech itch scratched, catch up on anything you might have missed because we've been uh, cooking white hot for, we're working on six weeks now, just about. So uh, Something like that. Episode every weekday, they're you out there for you to pour over if you are just now joining us on youtube or anywhere you get podcasts so we'll wrap it up here this week and we'll wrap up today's episode with a big 12 power ranking chris and uh i don't know like in large part if many of these spots have been cleared up at all like maybe a small percentage but i'm still seeing a lot of muddling so i've become extra limber here today as we get the hamster on the wheel, the heat lamp plugged in, and rank the Big 12. Does anybody know what this is? This is I am the key master. very powerful and kind of takes hold of you.
time to limber up. I want you to be safe out there. Power rank with your legs, not your back. If it's your first time power ranking with Locked On Texas Tech today, Chris, do you agree or disagree with what I said a moment ago? I, I still feel like there's plenty of muddling here. I don't know that we've got much of a clearer picture, have we? There's not many right answers here. There's a few, <laughs> but there's not many right answers here, which makes for a fun sure. league race, which is what we kind of thought we'd see, and, and it's playing out right in front of us. Can we agree on a number one? Because that's kind of like where I feel we like for this week, at least, there's some clarity possible. I can almost guarantee you we will not be able to, to agree on number one because I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Well, but let I me first... just go straight heat down the pipe. <laughs> it's got to be Oklahoma State. Why am I wrong? I, I, uh, I'm i going to tell you uh, that I disagree with that sentiment after seeing a couple of teams up close and in person. I think, yeah, I think that – and I and I tell you, I have a reason why. Okay, and that's Quinn Ewers. I think Texas is the best team in the league right now. You're going to think I'm crazy. Some people are going to say Oklahoma State is is tops. Some people are going to say TCU, uh, maybe Kansas State. I just I think Texas because I'm looking at that Bama game now, and I mean I think Ewers plays the first quarter of that game, and I think we looked at it, it was moral victory and all those things, and I. We made fun of and all that, but their defense is, I think, really fast, and it's just better than Oklahoma State's, in my opinion. And I think they have more ways to win games if Ewers is healthy. That's the whole key here, uh, if Ewers is healthy. But I just – Spencer Sanders tried to throw it to you a couple times. He tried to give it to you, and you just weren't good enough to take it. But I don't know if I, if I trust them. And really – if you're Oklahoma State, you've beaten Baylor in Waco, which is a pretty good win, but it's kind of a middle-of-the-pack Big 12 team, and then you beat the Red Raiders at home. Other than that, there's not really anything you've done that, that would suggest that you're just a world beater, but it's it's how people thought of you coming into the year and the fact that you haven't lost a game. So, and again, we're, we're splitting hairs with trying to, to decipher uh, the differences in some of these teams, but that's what I'm going with. Break it up, chop it up, roll it up, <laughs> inhale, exhale. You are off your rocker, man. I can't believe you're doing this to me. <laughs> I knew I knew that would set you off. You have yes. you've spoiler alerted my number nine team on this week's <laughs> Big 12 power rankings. I've got to say I'm kind of shocked because I've been cooking beef over seeing a tweet from some national media member. You know, one of the guys that's basically a hairdo in a previous football career. Okay. Uh, okay. Joel Klatt. I think it was Joel Klatt. I think okay. It was Joel Klatt. Oh, and his it. teeth. His teeth are as white as anything you will ever see, man. The CGI, I mean, dude. Have you I ever mean, seen him in real life? Butter it's teeth in, all the way. Okay. It's incredible. CGI. <laughs> if you saw him in person while he's recording his show, he's got just green wrapper over was every he, tooth. Was he glossing? Was he googling all over UT too, or what? He said something like. Tell me why UT is not the number 15 team in the country right now. And I thought, what is worth more? Or how do you decipher what is worth more or like more damaging to a reputation? UT getting beat by tech on the road and then beating nobodies as far as the, this year. I, I get it's OU, but as far as these teams are concerned this year. Or say a Texas Tech, beating this team, apparently, which is the number 15 team in the nation and the best team in the Big 12, possibly, uh, or Texas Tech doing that and then dropping games against top 25 competition on the road. I'm not really here to say that like Tech is more impressive, but could I convince someone that it's damn near the same or like a toss-up experience over the last 
three weeks. Yeah, no, I I, I hear you. I you know I, I looked at because uh, if you're Texas, you 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 lose to Tech without Quinn Ewers, and you don't have Xavier Worthy in the second half. And again, so much of this is based on some of these guys either being available or not. And again, I'm just telling you how I think it is like right now, but well, and you're talking eye test too on the sideline. And I can't report on that. Well, and and I'm trying to, I'm just talking speed and, and and just scheme and just, just all kinds of things. I just, I'm I'm telling you, I think there's going to be other teams that throw it all over Oklahoma state. That's what I think. Interesting. Yeah. And you're you're right. Spencer Sanders. I thought, I kept saying he's going to give us one. He's he he tried to multiple he was, times. He, he I mean, God, he was just begging you to intercept it, but you just weren't quite. Uh, but but again, if he if he avoids that, if if he and it's show and tell here in the next couple of weeks for Oklahoma State because they're in Fort Worth this weekend, so we're going to get a, a some some clarity there. True. And then and then Texas goes to Stillwater the week after that, so Oklahoma's in quite the excuse me, Oklahoma State's in quite the stretch here. I mean, Baylor Tech. Uh, TCU and then Texas, so we'll, we'll get some, and that's the beauty of, of playing this thing out because we'll, we'll we'll get some answers. But because I th- I think Kansas State is really good, I really do. I just think they're too dependent on two guys on offense, and if you take either one of those guys out, I think they're in really bad shape. I mean, as far as being, I'd argue with that a, 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 a title contender in this league, much less yeah. you know, beyond. Um, and I don't think. TCU just hasn't beat anybody yet. Their biggest win or best win is against Kansas, and Kansas played the second half of that game with their backup quarterback. I know, and made it a fight. I mean, I... <laughs> exactly. So credit to Kansas. Yeah, and, and, and I we're, we're probably all guilty here of giving teams too much credit for beating Oklahoma because we're seeing right. how and and those are the three teams we've just mentioned. I mean. Uh, uh, Kansas State and then TCU, they both hammered Oklahoma. And then I'm sitting here giving credit to Texas for doing the same thing. But uh, I don't know. I just – It's I, not your fault, Chris. It's the AP poll. It's it's <laughs> right. polls' faults, honestly. And yeah. this is another week where I'm just thinking, why is this exercise in futility known as an associated press poll where you're turning it over to like pencil pushers that maybe not even don't even like the game of football? Like they like the fair catch on an onside kick or think that a quarterback should be in bubble wrap. Where's the Vegas poll? Where's the Sharps poll? Why have we never gotten anything as it relates to actual cash money being on the line? Because if you want to find somewhere that could give you an idea as to what team is truly what. It ain't in the Associated Press. It's in Las Vegas. So that's yeah. just another soapbox I'll get on another day. But uh, nonetheless, it's not your fault or anybody's fault for being like, whoa, Texas Christian walloped the worst Oklahoma team in 25 years. But we didn't quite exactly know that yet. So let's throw Texas Christian way up in the rankings. I mean, it's a, a total circle jerk. And I'm pretty sure I can use that term on Locked on Texas Tech. It sells papers. It gets people to watch games. It's right. uh... And impacts the playoff. So that's also nice. Yeah, yeah. It's an it's exercise. So stupid. Is, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get away from it. Let's embrace Vegas. Betting's becoming far more commonplace within sports. Let's embrace Vegas and get some of these guys to put us a ranking together. I don't know if it's Vegas. Do we go to New Jersey? Or where do you find the Sharps? <laughs> oh, I'm, put the uh, list together. Nevada. There ain't okay. no doubt. I'm not going to Atlantic City for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not anything. Not uh, not their fancy boardwalk, nothing. I'm not, you know, you will you've, never find me in Atlantic City. Nope. You've stunned me so much with your Texas take. I forgot to even <laughs> ask you about two through ten. And I would appreciate Locked on Texas Tech 
Uh, viewers letting Chris know in the YouTube comments just how sickened and repulsed you are uh, by this shocking turn of events. But Chris, uh, do lay two through ten on me. You've kind of already given us uh, your take on some of well, these teams, but how do they stack up? Yeah, to, to me, it, it, what I had down is I have Oklahoma State two, I do, and, and I had Kansas State three and TCU four, and it's based on kind of who they've beaten, where they've beaten them, and, and things like that. Yeah. Where it gets tricky, and I think Oklahoma's easy is the worst. Okay, Oklahoma, they're just they're a mess. That they're by far they've been uncompetitive, which is shocking uh, to sit here and say their program's a mess. Uh, I think West Virginia is sitting there. Uh, at just above Iowa State, so I put West Virginia at eight, and then really? West Virginia at nine, and and it's because I just I, again I give I give Iowa State a bit more credit for them beating Iowa at Iowa than I do West Virginia winning at Virginia Tech. Okay, that's really the only way I could kind of decipher those two. But West Virginia hosts Baylor this weekend, and so West Virginia wins. Guess what? They're going to probably move up. Right. Uh, a couple of a couple of spots there with, with the win, and then you've just got you've got the Red Raiders. Uh, to me, Baylor and the Jayhawks all kind of jumbled up right there in the middle. Uh, and and I gave Kansas some some credit there for for just because they've won more games. Although when you just look at them, they haven't really beat anybody either. Tell me the good team that, that Kansas has beaten at this yep. point. I mean, is it Duke? I mean, at home that that's real. That's really it. And they went and beat West Virginia and West Virginia in a road game, which is more. And and I, that's how I broke the tie. I put Kansas slightly above the Red Raiders because Texas Tech hasn't won a game on the road. Now, granted, they've played really good teams on the road, so that has something to do with it. But I, you're zero three at home. I mean, on the road, and uh, I gave Kansas a little bit of credit for going to win a game uh, on the road. So. All right. Well, since we all know Chris is a smart guy, and my <laughs> list looks so dramatically different. Let's just wrap it up right here. I don't need to tell you what <laughs> silly ideas I came up with, right? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll it's all sub, it's all subjective. I mean, it, it's it's a thanks for a fun conversation, but uh, uh, I kept the Cowboys at number one. Uh, okay. I'm still riding with Kansas State at number two. Shrug emoji. I don't know. Baylor at number three. Texas Christian at number four. Oh wait, sorry, I swapped that. Texas Christian at number three. Baylor at number four. Texas Christian. Shoulder shrug emoji. Uh, you went on the road, you got to win. I don't I don't really know who you've beaten. Colorado, Kansas, yada, yada, yada. Texas Tech, I'm keeping in the top five at number five. Kansas is at number six. Uh, I have Iowa State, West Virginia, well, and then, you know, Texas, Oklahoma, <laughs> nine and ten. And, of course, I, like esteemed members of the media, you know, serious journalists, I gave Texas the benefit of the doubt, made them nine instead of ten. Well, because they're a nationally recognized brand, and that's really all that matters to get a bump in any kind of poll if you are one of those big J journalists. So uh, I think I'm you know, and you know what's funny point. is we both we both in some ways we we've ranked Texas in, in a way that would benefit Texas Tech. <laughs> you, you 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 just drop them all, all, all into the cellar because you hate them. You're I'm the trying map. to I'm I'm trying to put them up high so I can feel better about that win that the Red Raiders <laughs> had over them. <laughs> so either whatever way, gets you through the night, man. Either whatever. Way, go, yeah, guns up. <laughs> Take the ribbon from your hair. Drop Texas to the bottom of the pole or to the top. Whatever helps yeah. you make it through That's the true. night. All right, had a lot of fun, Chris, and uh, savor the flavor. We're done for the week, but we're back next Monday to yes. get you ready for the Red Raiders. And West Virginia, we're out of nine brothers, ten are a guinea. That math adds up in West Virginia. So don't fact check me here in Texas. Chris, uh, enjoyed it, man. And we'll catch you on the other side of the weekend. Enjoy the rest of your week, man. And, uh, and I will see you back here in a few days.
That's exactly right. Keep hope alive, people. Mountaineers, Red Raiders on tap next time we are uh, getting back together to light it up here on Locked On Texas Tech. Subscribe on YouTube or anywhere you get your podcast. Thanks for joining us once again. For the only Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan, and you got it. It's Locked On Texas Tech.